0: do you like teenage girls when you say teenage how are we talking girls who are
1: teenagers
0: this podcast has been brought to you by a four-eyed production and now let's start the show I hey, cut the mic on fist
1: up right on man you have no idea looking for that inspiration man we have that right here yeah, we for your ear, here with Courtney B, a girl named Tiffany, we making history. Your favorite podcasters on the net. Turn this up. Conversations about the culture that I bet that you love. Just two beautiful black women pushing one black ass goal. It's the culture shop podcast. It's about that time now. Let's go. Okay, we black like we never love like we never left. Yeah, we black like we never love like we never left.
0: Up. i always get tickled when we get ready to start and i have no idea why, why. do you get
1: tickled tickle me elmo <laughs> what are you tickled about i
0: have no idea anyway are you ready I,
1: I, listen i was born ready i stay ready so then i don't have to get ready courtney be ready courtney be ready sips tea oh hot my That's what you get for being shady. <laughs> That's what you get for I being a lip. shady Katie. When I said Courtney be ready, Sits tea. Oh, you want to talk about mothers <laughs> <laughs> You want to talk about people's mothers <laughs> Over there is sipping tea. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Okay. God don't like ugly. He too pretty about crazy. I don't mean, he too ain't too crazy, crazy about. <laughs> Early in the morning.
0: You would think we were drinking mimosas instead of just regular
1: tea. I think we should incorporate that into our routine. Start shouting out some of these champagne orange juice companies. Y'all want to sponsor and just start sipping mimosas? Because shout out there, we was on a roll last week. Were we? That was such a good episode. I'm proud of you. Thank you. You're so smart and just beautiful and black and. Proud. Proud. and gorgeous. All the things. I'm all the things, You are coordinate. all the things and more.
0: Even with my hair wrapped up like I am Aunt Jemima. That's
1: that black girl magic. You're right. keeping the magic in. The power's... You woo! What? Rick playing, nigga. <laughs> woo! The power's in my hand, nigga. Yes. It's got to stay wrapped up, okay? I, I it's appreciate the, that. It's where the power and the magic is. It's in the tresses.
0: You know what? I felt that in my heart when you said that. I am literally protecting my black girl magic.
1: I mean, because if I don't, who will? Who will, honey? You can't trust nobody else. Mm -mm. Cause people do not care about your edges like you do. Okay. You got to protect the edges. I said that last night when I was on the rain. First of all, I didn't do it, but my hairstylist worked hard to get them edges down, and I was in there, I was squirming because that little brush, that little like a toothbrush, that thing is hard with a T at the end, and it was not comfortable. And I was just like, listen, I worked hard to get these. These uh, uh Wakanda hairs. edges down. <laughs> Let
0: me tell you
1: something. Listen, no. Shout
0: out to Sunny Ray. She did your hair right.
1: Yes, yeah, she did. Oh,
0: child. When I saw your picture, thank you. And now that I'm looking at you in
1: person. Well, she fussed at me about it. She did that, though. She fussed at me about Why? it because I was just like, I need something like that to my hair. I got to tame the beast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <laughs> because I'm tired of having to go to the gym where a hat. What's wrong with a hat? catches the sweat. Like, girl, she be fussing at me. She was. I don't think she treats her other clients like that. Of course not. But (laughs) (laughs) that's okay because y'all got a special relationship (laughs) So are you
0: saying that she's saying that by catching the sweat, that's good for your hair, especially when you got that stuff that we
1: got? Girl, I don't know, but I needed a break. I need to be looking cute when I go to the gym because I might find my forever love in there.
0: He better be focused on whatever weights he's lifting and And not you. And
1: he can lift me. That can, can be the way See, this lives. is part
0: of the problem, though, because somebody like me, whenever I go to the gym, single or not, like, I want to be left
1: alone. If
0: somebody tries to talk to me while I'm at the gym working out, I am mortified.
1: Well, I want to be left Don't alone. look at me. I want to be left alone, but, like, when I'm lifting in the mirror, I want to be looking at myself like, ooh, girl, you, <laughs> you're right. cute. You, your hair looking good. You're looking good even when you sweat. Like, you know? So, I it's guess. mainly for me to admire myself okay, in the okay. That I can understand. Why is this so hard? The humbleness is over, sis. Okay? Ooh, I want to admire myself. Humility gone. It's gone. You're for what? With humility for what? Right. right. Like, what am I being humble for? Y'all hoes ain't. Okay. Right. Not y'all listening, right. but the other hoes. Right.
0: I know who you're talking about.
1: Yeah. Them. <laughs> <laughs> Them, not us. Uh, and on that note, let's
0: not be rude. What's up, family? We black like we never left. Right back in here. Right (laughs) back. I tell you. I had people singing at me all week long. It is dope. It is a whole bop. I love our new theme song. It's a banger. And we know now that you guys do too. Oh, and shout out to several several of our listeners who said that they would definitely be down for a culture shock birthday party next December the 31st. I
1: got a lot a feedback about that. Yeah. Like, anytime that I post, like, y'all, I'm thinking about having a gift together. I was like, yes, Okay. Yep. So. Y'all got me looking forward to uh,
0: the entry of 2020 already, and it's still January. Listen, it's it'll be sub. here before you
1: know it. it really because will. last year was like, boom. And I did not enjoy it enough in my personal life, so.
0: This year is different all This year right. is different. I can see it all over you.
1: I'm coming for months. Okay. With an S with an s minds i'm judging you don't judge me okay. judge judy
0: <laughs> judge million I, I have been all kinds of people already judge before Toler. we even started um, recording today. <laughs> i appreciate it i'm a girl named tiffany and i'm courtney and b this is episode 48 of the culture shop podcast we're about to hit episode 50 and that's what's up i'm so excited so b how was your weekend
1: my weekend was good um I actually was able to go see a movie that I had um, wanted to see and then kind of forgot about it was um, on the basis of sex it was about um, Ruth Gator Ruth Bader Ginsburg Mm -hmm. she is um, the Supreme Court justice that was appointed by Clinton in 1993 and it just showed how she came to be in the position that she's in. Her and her husband both were attending Harvard Law, and he fell ill with testicular cancer. So she basically would go to his classes, her classes, do both of their assignments, and raise their child. Got them both through um, um, law school, but she ended up having to go to Columbia because her husband transferred or got a job in um, New York. So she had to go with him there, and after she got out of law school, she could not find a job anywhere because... She's a woman. A woman right. So she ended up having to be a law professor and make a long story short. The first case that she ever argued ever as a lawyer was in front of the Supreme Court and she won that case. Oh and, yeah, like I mean career starter. Boss. That's why I was like, I, I can't believe that like, this is her first time giving an oral argument. I and it was in front of the she was. Oh, it was bad. Really? And they showed it bad like, as in like badass, like No. Oh, it was like
0: terrible, but was, she still won.
1: It was terrible to begin with. And then, like towards the end of
0: progressively, she just got she, more comfortable.
1: Yeah, but it was, it was bad, and it had a lot of good actors and actresses in it. Kathy Bates was in it. I love her. She was, of course, you know, in there talking shit as yeah. she normally does. Um, and if you like Kathy Bates, if you go on YouTube, Snoop Dogg actually did an interview with Kathy Bates where they were smoking weed, and she is freaking hilarious. I feel like I've seen. <laughs> She, I don't know if she, either she smoked it or she got a contact. I can't remember, but it was hilarious. Um, So she was in it, and also Justin Thoreau, who is, I think he's now the ex-husband of Jennifer Aniston, right. um, one of my uh, favorite actors. And it was just good. Um, I had to just keep thinking in my mind, like, okay, if she's going through this, because I try to keep everything in the context, especially the historical movies in the context of not only the subject of the film, but... As it relates to blackness so I'm watching and I'm like okay if she is going through this as a genius basically I mean she really has two law degrees because she got her husband through and exactly. herself she's just brilliant driven and if she is experiencing this as a white woman I can only imagine what her black counterparts were experiencing exactly. at that time so I had to keep um, thinking about it in that context to to, to keep everything you know like clear it with my lens as a black woman so I just you know kept thinking to myself like this is amazing but I can only imagine what the sisters was going through too um and so that's pretty much all that I did this weekend it's pretty much been uneventful because rain and cold at least it didn't snow like I
0: thought it was yes because she has
1: no time for that what about you what'd you do this weekend baby showers and brainstorming Mm, you can keep them baby showers Wait, what? Why do you to to like no, no, babies? I do, but I'm sick of going to people's baby showers. you just sick of
0: pe- going to people's everything. No,
1: I'm just sick of going to people's baby showers Why? because they don't understand. I don't want to play your games. Okay? So I, like I don't want to play.
0: I win all the prizes. No, I want all the prizes yesterday, girl. I had the people upset with me, but I do want to say this one thing about baby showers. I don't even want to use the word irritate, but for lack of a better term right now because I it's early in the morning and I just can't think and I'm tired and I made a round trip yesterday and moving right along. Um, you know, most of the time I go to a baby shower and I've gotten a gift that was on the registry, right? And I don't understand why people go and get something off of the registry but and then they check don't it check it off on the registry and then you get to the baby shower and somebody has like three or four of them or... Shout out to my girl because I know she did this because we talked about it yesterday. The mothers who go shopping for everything and then you get to the baby shower and it's like, oh, I already got one of these because i I'll mm-hmm. wait until after. Here, a the little tidbit. Shower. Yes. When you get married and whenever you are having a baby and you go register at the store, once your date has passed, you get a discount on everything that you get off of your registry that wasn't purchased for you already. So if you want to go buy everything for your baby that you didn't already get because you wanted all the things, wait until your baby shower or showers are over. Wait until your date, the the end date for that uh, registry. And then whatever the percentage off, it is off based on the store. So like Walmart it might be one thing. Target might be something totally different. Baby's R's might be something totally different. But go to the store and buy those items then and you get them on a discount because you had a registry for them. Mm-hmm. Don't go buy up all your registry gifts and then watch people show up to your baby shower. Knowing goodwill how hard people work and I'm not really venting on it, although I know it sounds like that in this moment. But... We make time to try to go find a card after you get off of work. You know, people are busy, but they mm-hmm. make time to go find out what you want, order it offline, have it sent, or they go to the store and pick it up themselves. have to figure I out how to wrap cards. it.
1: I don't got time. You go buy it. I won't even t-
0: See, I
1: don't, I don't know. I'm, maybe
0: I'm just over the top with it. Yeah, you won't. But, like, if I get a gift card... <laughs> I'm like, okay, I can get you a gift card to Target, but how do I know you're going to spend it on the baby? That's I'm your fault. Those
1: people. That's your fault. You don't buy no diapers, and then you ride diapers. That's your fault. I don't care what you do with it. Really? I See, I care.
0: I care. Mm-mm. Like, if you take my gift card and you go buy yourself something to wear, I will never know, but the thought of that upsets me.
1: Well, you only get twenty five dollars so there ain't too much you can buy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, I- I'm just over the baby showers. Like, I'm going to be, from now on, I'm going to be like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna come to your baby shower. Girl, I'm gonna get there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> An emergency cow, here's your gift. Yeah. I wish you the best. Love you guys. I have to run. Yeah. I'm not playing no more I'm not playing them no reindeer games.
0: No, I love the games. I actually had a really good time this weekend. The round trip that I took was one of my with one of my closest friends. Shout out to Divine. Um, and we talked all the way there. We talked all the way back. I even got a chance to see my mom. You know, made a pit stop in my hometown to see my mother and so i had a really good time addition in addition to that um the brainstorming session that i had with you was pretty amazing i know you know like i was stoked so we got some really good things coming and um that's how i spent my weekend yeah and recording
1: right that's now a, yeah that's a good weekend
0: yes yeah, so As you guys know, every week we give you the good, bad, and the different. We tell you what's going on in the world, what's going on in the news, what we've read, seen, and heard. We tell you how we feel about it. You do not have to agree, but we give you our tidbit anyway. Yes, we do. So many things, and I know we got, like, some content that people really wanted us to talk about last week that we didn't get to, so hoping we can get through this relatively quickly. I'm tongue-tied. Tongue-tied
1: Tiffany. Back for the 2019.
0: She never leaves. i brought her with me, like you said last week. So, let's talk about this GoFundMe right quick so we can get it out of the way. It's not really black news, but it's like everybody news. So, over 63 million Americans voted for Donald Trump, as we know. You big dummies. Idiots. Um, if each one donated towards the wall, they'd only have to donate approximately 80 bucks in order to reach a billion dollar goal. Started as a crowdfunding effort by, and I, I don't know why... This went over my head, but the guy that started it was a veteran and a triple amputee um, out of the Air Force. His name is Brian Colfidge. And he originally said that if they didn't get close to the goal, that every single dollar would be refunded. So now they've been in discussions about refunding because the goal is a billion dollars. They've only raised $20 And I don't want to sneer at $20 million. Like that's a small amount because really, I mean, if we could just reroute that somewhere else um there would be a lot of hungry people that you know would have full bellies or some clothes on their backs or you know some housing but no that's too much like right right but but 20 million civilians got together and not 20 million but civilians who voted for donald trump who want to see this wall go up raise 20 million dollars for a brick wall
1: after he told you that Mexico is going to pay for it, right. why why are we, why are the masses skirting over that point? He said that Mexico was paying for the wall. Right. And my thing is you're the art of, you know, you you wrote a book called Art of the Deal. Right. You, you know, have become wealthy evading taxes and, and basically, you know, um, I, I don't know what else to call it besides stealing money and being a fraud. Right. You pay for the wall. You put your money up and get it started.
0: So maybe that's why they haven't been able to reach the goal. And maybe a lot of Trump supporters still do feel the same way we feel about it. Like, it's not my responsibility. You, we voted for you under the, you know, guys that we would not be paying for it. That you already had a way to get Mexico
1: to pay for it. And he didn't. And he didn't. And then I just, you know, one thing that I wanted to, I wanted to post this, but I, I felt like I would save it. Mm-hmm. Um... I I think it's it's so crazy to me the amount of outrage that Trump supporters, um, military vets, military families had over the NFL players kneeling. But you're not expressing that same outrage over being without pay and having the government shut down.
0: Can I sit my tea to that? Like,
1: what about the military workers now? Mm -hmm. What about the TSA agents? What about... The people who work for the parks, what about the, the government contractors who are not getting paid? And some of them have been told they may not ever get recoup those wages that were lost.
0: Yeah, why are you not outraged about that? Yep, so as of Saturday, this was officially the longest government shutdown in history. Um, and if nothing happens, which I don't see it happening by the time you guys hear this on Tuesday, you know, there will still be people not getting their, their wages. And I read an article where they were discussing um, the prison workers even warning about <laughs> like increased gang violence, predatory yeah, behavior, people are not coming to work, rape, um, violence against uh, staffers, like workers at the jails, and possible escapes. Like that's a scary thought because we know that there are plenty of people who are in jail and. Right. Maybe
1: like the I'm the wrong about prisons. this, right? Like they're, so they're not getting paid. Right.
0: Oh, my gosh. So maybe I'm wrong about this, but dare I say that the people who are in jail unjustly probably aren't going to be the ones that are um it, trying to escape either. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? It's so if you have hires. some escapees, you know, I don't want to go there, but that's scary, B. Well, this is what Trump supporters want. Now they're getting it. Um, but they'll place the blame on the Democratic Party instead of handling it holistically.
1: And let me just say this too while we're talking about the Democratic Party. So I have seen several um, members of Congress and then the Democratic Party that are announcing their run for presidency. And yep. this is what drives me crazy about the Democratic Party is do y'all not come together and be like who are the most viable candidates Right. so we can get them in the forefront and put all our energy behind these people like the landscape is too crowded I don't even know who half these people are so I, I okay so
0: I don't know that I see this as a, a negative per se um, because at the end of the day we still have to choose someone from the Democratic Party And then that person needs to just be the best person. And I think it's great to have a a large pool of candidates to choose from. So some of the names that I've heard are Eric Holder. We know um, Eric Holder, you know, was a lawyer. You know, he's the first African-American attorney general Mm -hmm. um, ever. He served under Barack Obama. We've heard, um, I didn't realize that you pronounce her name this way until I heard several people say it, but Kamala. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Harris is, but see, uh, she hasn't announced yet.
0: But I heard that her plans are to announce on MLK Day.
1: Well, that's who needs to run. Right. So, <laughs> uh,
0: in addition to her, um, so those are two black people. Uh, Cory Booker is also black, the New Jersey junior senator. Um, and he used to be the mayor of Newark. New Jersey? Newark, yeah. And then Elizabeth Warren um, is said to be running. i gathering that you're not feeling that. Former Vice President Joe Biden is also considering running, and I know you're not feeling this last one. Um, Bernie Sanders is considering. There are running.
1: two more that just came out today. Who? Um, a mayor from Texas. Um, he'll be the first um Hispanic American, and then there's another lady who would be. She's she's on um in Congress now, so that's why I'm just like.
0: But at the end of the day, we still have to vote someone in to be our nominee someone has to be chosen to be our nominee and then that person can go up against
1: we do next. but i feel like it's it will be another situation with like bernie and hillary like if my candidate doesn't win i'm gonna just go write somebody's name in or be with it like we don't need that i i we don't need that we again don't, we don't and so that's why i'm like Are we going down the same path because we're going to be right
0: back in the same position? I think that America has been through so much. And maybe it's just, maybe it's the optimist in me trying to rise up a little bit. But I think that whomever we end up choosing, people will know, okay, like let's just, for example, say Kamala and Corey run against each other. I mean, everybody runs against each other and we end up choosing Kamala. The people who voted for Cory Booker in the beginning, I still feel like they're going to be like, okay, what we can't do is have um, Donald Trump in here again. So, I know I wanted Cory to be the president or our, our nominee for the Democratic Party. He did not win. Let's put our energy behind Kamala now. I really well, feel I, like I, it's going to be that way. I Ms. just Conor. hope
1: I hope that people have learned from the mistakes of old. I, because I, that's part of the reason why. I, I, yeah, I know you're optimistic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we'll see because I just, if Bernie is on there, the people who wanted Bernie
0: are going to vote for Bernie. And if
1: Bernie doesn't get that, I just don't want it to be around too.
0: I think that it would be very naive of people to think that that is still okay, especially when you have a, this was such an obscure situation that we ended up in and i don't see how they thought it was going to work out with somebody like donald trump and it wasn't just to say like oh donald trump uh, we don't want him to win because you know he's a reality tv star he's you know used to do this used to do that there were several shenanigans coming out about him the things that he was saying in the media long before everybody went and voted for him and they voted for him anyway or they voted for someone so that their vote wouldn't count you know, towards the person that was getting the majority votes. I know I just messed it up. I mean, I know what I said, but I hope y'all understood what I was saying.
1: Do you think that there's someone in the Democratic Party right now that could beat Donald Trump? Given what we see going on, $20 million raised from a wall. Are you
0: asking me? I'm asking you. Wait, are you asking me? who I believe should be no. him or who I think could Just do you
1: think there's someone that can garner that much public support from the people that we know that continue to put him in office to beat him? That is my question. Two
0: candidates that I know of that I've named today. I believe that two out of the out of the few that I named could beat him. Okay. Do you want to
1: know who they are? One better be Kamala.
0: Yes. Okay. I truly do believe that there are enough logically thinking Americans, or at least enough Americans who now know they can vote, or enough Americans who couldn't vote who can now vote based on the changing the changes that have happened recently, um, and and hopefully enough people who have learned their lessons all coupled together that could get a win for um Kamala. I mean Kamala and I also believe that Joe Biden.
1: Okay. Those are my those are my two. Those would be the two that I believe could be him. Uh, okay. For sure. Okay, we're on the same page. Not that we have to be, but that's cool. Right. Yeah. Every now and then, Every you know, now and see, I guess that's why I'm being biased because I'm like, just let them do it. <laughs> everybody else sit down. Just I, let them do it.
0: I don't know about everybody else. I really feel like Eric Holder is going to get knocked out. I, I like all of these candidates, really. But I, I feel like um, Kamala, Joe really like Corey I don't see I don't see it happening for Corey so if I had to choose a third it would probably be Elizabeth Warren mm-hmm. but I don't know if she would win over a Joe Biden even you know what I mean
1: if, if Hillary Clinton couldn't Elizabeth Warren ain't right
0: but she is made
1: of good stuff she is but the way her and Trump have already gone back and I yep. just I don't I don't see that but I feel like and this is another thing too. I like Elizabeth, but uh, like Joe and Kamala both have that bite.
0: That snarkiness about them. I They're agree. not going to let
1: Trump overtalk them. That's They're not right. going to let him get away with none of his crazy comments. Could you imagine him walking up on Kamala like he walked up on Hillary Clinton? Not going to have. What was about to say? No, not not going to happen. Right. But she's going to be able to do it in a way that is political, professional, mm-hmm. diplomatic, and intelligent—something that Donald Trump doesn't possess. Right. I don't see Elizabeth Warren being able to basically stand up to Trump face to face, or being able to be viewed as a, a equal opponent. When yeah. it comes to them being face to face now, granted, I feel like she is. I know that she's twenty million times smarter and and willing and able and, and um uh capable of doing that job than Trump anybody right. is. But from their their public spats and right. him calling her Pokemon, it's just we I need we need people that get we need to get down to business. We don't want to hear about her background. I don't want to hear about none of that.
0: Right. And here's the thing. I feel like Elizabeth Warren can be, can do more damage by not being president. Yeah, you she know? can. Sometimes it's that. Sometimes you can do
1: way more damage not being in a certain role. Yeah. And, and, and while I like her yeah, and she's done a, she's done well and she's, she's always speaking out and she's highly intelligent and she's, I feel like she is dedicated to her, her job and her role. I just don't see her being elected to president. Right. I now said the same thing about Donald Trump, so I was wrong. But I just don't see with what we're desiring her being elected to president. But like you said, I appreciate her in the role that she does. and I feel like she needs to continue to do that.
0: I concur.
1: Um, Speaking of... um, just miss. Ooh, where are you about to go? On the heels of this government shutdown. So okay. I recently read, um, I think it was from theroot.com that the Civil Rights Institute reneged on giving Angela Davis an award. Have you heard about
0: that? No, talk to me.
1: So Um, The Birmingham Civil Rights Institute um, rescinded an award to honor her um, for what's called the Fred Shuttlesworth Human Rights Award and canceled the gala that is associated with it. Now, people like Carrie Belafonte and John Lewis have been awarded this. um, And basically, the museum's board released a statement saying that Davis did not meet all of the criteria on which the award is based. And it basically stems from protests From the Jewish community and its allies who don't feel as though she is worthy of this award. And I'm just like, of all people. So wait, (laughs) did she not meet the
0: requirements or did they renege based on the protests? Because it can't be both. both of them. Because you guys would have never planned the gala if she did not meet the requirements initially. You don't go through all of that. You don't spend that kind of money. You don't send out those kinds of invitations. And make those kinds of announcements unless you're sure yeah and if you do then your whole process needs to be revamped
1: and i think it's the latter i think she well i don't think i know she qualifies for that award um but i think once they announced who was um gonna be the recipient that community then in turn um went back and you know basically became upset that she was and from what i read is she has verbally supported what's called the bds movement it's the boycott divest and sanctioning movement and so what that calls for is companies individuals and organizations to boycott israel due to its repeated human rights violations towards the palestines right so because of that that's why the jewish community and its allies quotation marks feel like she's not deserving of that civil rights award which makes absolutely no sense because anyone who's standing up for human rights i don't care if it's in israel or illinois they are being a civil rights activist because aren't civil rights and human rights like hand in hand like don't they go together so i mean i i, I don't get it <laughs>
0: it smells funny and the trash needs to be taken out that's how i feel about that
1: yeah so they not right. they um rescinded that award um from her, And she released a statement on Facebook, and I'm just going to read what she said because I thought this was interesting as well. She said um, that she was stunned to hear that the gala was canceled, noting that it was certain to be the highlight of her year, especially since she knew Reverend Shuttlesworth personally mm-hmm. and attended school with his daughter Patricia and because her mother, Sally D. Davis, worked tirelessly for the, Bur- the Birmingham Civil Rights Institute during its early years. Right. But she's undeserving of receiving that award.
0: Her feelings are hurt, and
1: rightfully so. Yeah, I felt like yeah. that was like bullshit.
0: Yeah, I hope that they find a way to fix it or that she's able to receive something that's better than that. Yeah, this year
1: she needs a Nobel Nobel Peace Prize. Child. But I'm gonna my tea.
0: Please, I was gonna say you better pick your cup up on that one.
1: Um, just to wrap
0: up some of the well, not not even wrap up some of the political talk because I do have um one other thing that I wanted to say about politics, but um. Did you read the story about the
1: Democratic Donor Ed book? Girl, yeah. And him over there with his meth den. Right.
0: And Mm -hmm. so because I know that today we're going to be talking about safe spaces for black people and black bodies and protecting people in the black community and things of that nature, I just kind of wanted to touch on this story. I don't know if you guys have heard about it, but... Ed Buck is a businessman that I read somewhere that he used to be in the Republican Party, but switch switched parties, that he's an LGBTQ, I'm doing quotation marks in the air, activist, um, that he donates a lot of money to the Democratic Party now. Um, and so there have been two deaths in his apartment, both black, both males, both um, identify as gay. And so the first guy, I think his name was Jamel Moore. That was back in the summer, in July. You know, so they were asking, questioning Buck, but he was, I don't know if he was ever a suspect, but they cleared him pretty early on. Um, Jamel was 27 years old. He died of a meth overdose. On Monday, the second black male was found, um, or I think he called, Buck called 911 for this one as well, He was in the apartment whenever the uh, paramedics arrived in L.A. This man was 55 years old. His name was Timothy Dean, also a part of the community. And so since then, another black gay male has been speaking out saying, Mm -hmm. this is a thing for Buck and that when you get there, you have to, he gives you clothes to put on. So I don't know. I have so many feelings about that this and i'd be interested to find out you know what this really is once all of the details come out but I'm to understand that you have to you know take off whatever you came in put on like the kind of clothes that he wants you to wear and this young man is saying that after they had sex that he injected him with um meth
1: like this against is the one that's his still will living or that part I can't I don't understand. Or it was like, here, let me, like, so that, in my turn, if you're injecting somebody with something and they die, then you killed them. Right. You killed them. So
0: two people have died from a meth overdose. And now a third
1: person is speaking. Is saying, out. yeah. And this is the one who released the pictures. Because mm-hmm. he had pictures mm-hmm. in his. Video. Photographs, <laughs> video. You can clearly see his Edward book. And I don't understand how they're not. Are they at least investigating him as a suspect? Okay, because at first it was like, no. And I'm like, now this right here is ridiculous. Like, how is he not a suspect when people keep dying at your house? It's not like you don't know these people are there. So you have to know what's going on with them. And the
0: same kinds of people.
1: Same kinds
0: of people. So mm, now it feels
1: predatory. Yeah.
0: Because, like, okay.
1: These boys probably don't have money. They probably Thank don't you. have anyone to stand up for them. They may be homeless. Right. They don't have anywhere to go. Right. The two that have
0: passed away or that were killed seems like um, are associated with sex work. Mm-hmm. So you're targeting. Yeah. And why, why these people? It shouldn't be anybody. But why specifically these people? people. Because Black you know people. they're vulnerable. Yeah. We're going to talk about vulnerability today a little bit later on, but I don't appreciate it. No, that's like
1: that's that sick. Um, what else did I want to chat about? Um, I just feel like this this episode may be heavy. It feels like it it's is. leading up to be heavy. Um, but one thing I do want to talk about that is is good news. So. One of my faves, Missy Elliott, is, is going to be the first female MC <laughs> to be inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. You should see me. Long, I mean, is it worth it? Let oh me work Oh my God. I my thing. Yes. Yeah.
0: Y'all, she, it's about time. It's about time. it's, me, it's about time.
1: It's, it's well overdue.
0: Oh, child. I just can't stand to see people not get all of the stuff that they deserve.
1: Melissa needs all her things. All the things. She's going to get some of them. But one thing I'm upset about is that she has still, she still has not received the MTV Video Vanguard Award. That's and I'm crazy. trying to understand how people like Missy, Busta Rhymes, like how have these people not received the the MTV Video Vanguard Award when everybody knows that when Missy, like, do you remember on MTV, it would be like, world premiere world, yeah. like every time Missy Elliott puts out a video. And she has yet to receive the Video Vanguard Award. Like, come the on. that
0: you just named really...
1: Busta Rhymes really?
0: too. They, they they changed the game on how people made their videos.
1: Them along with Height Williams and my, and, um, and <laughs>
0: Michael Jackson.
1: Yeah. Um. So she definitely deserves that. But I'm happy for Missy. Um. I can't wait to you know, um, see what she does next or what she continues to do because not only does she rap, she sings, she writes, she just produces, produces, and discovers her talent. I
0: hear is amazing.
1: She's always Nothing so warm and welcoming. Like whenever she found um. Saw the video of Funky White Sister. Yes. And, I mean, that lady has been with her several places since then. Like, it just shows how humble and down to earth she is. I remember watching a documentary about, I think it was about, like, behind the music, like, with Timbaland and Missy. And she just talked about, you know, how she got started and the beginnings and the stuff that was going on with Devontae from Jodeci because that's who, that's who they were under at first. And... You know, she talked about Aaliyah and she just you can tell when somebody is just a genuine person. Yep. And from watching that, I'm just like, oh my God, like she is probably just a joy to be around. She's probably like the like one of the most kind people you probably ever gonna meet. She I just know. is just seems so sweet. So I am excited for Missy. She deserves all her things, all her flowers. So congratulations, Missy. We're Go so home. excited.
0: Go Melissa Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're talking about positive things, did you hear about the uh, Oregon representative? Earl Blumenauer proposed a bill that would regulate marijuana the same way alcohol is regulated. So we've, been, we've been talking about this for years in our community. The bill is called Bill H.R. 420. <laughs> of <laughs> it, course. Right. Um, and it would remove marijuana from the list of le- illegal narcotics um, under the Federal Control Substance Act. So Blumenauer founded the Congressional uh, Cannabis Caucus which includes Representative, well, the Congressman Don Young in Alaska and David Joyce um, in Ohio, as well as the Democratic Representative Barbara Lee in California. And he's not only working on legalization, but he's also working on reform at the same time. Good. So um, just want to be able to keep up with this story because hello, somebody, about
1: time. About time. And speaking of criminal justice reform, can we give a hand clap of praise for Centoya Brown? I mean, I can't
0: believe it's been like so long, like so much yes. happened during the week.
1: Yeah, let's give a hand clap of praise for. Centoria. Did you scream?
0: Cause I yes. screamed um, when I
1: read it. And to think that she's been in, in jail for that long. Yeah. Um, I just hope that you know, and and somebody posted something that was really good. You know, I think that we should do. Someone was like, okay, Centoya is getting out. Where's her GoFundMe? Who gonna give her a job? Who can we enlist to like help her find somewhere to stay?
0: shoot who gonna write like let's write her some letters because she doesn't get out until what august yes so let's keep her encouraged i know she already was like what august like i can do august look how long i've been in here but let's make sure you know she remains encouraged and that she does have a strong back and i really believe whenever she gets out she will so many celebrities have already uh, um rallied around her calls and I think she's going to be okay. Good. I was worried, uh, just based on the amount of time she's been in there or why she was in there, that when she got out, maybe she wouldn't be right. But from people who have interacted with her, it sounds like she's very grounded. Good. And that she's going to come out of this strong.
1: And I hope that's true. Yeah, me too. So I just wanted to make sure we made a mention of that. And I also want to talk about another chick that I'm so happy for, and that is Marci.
0: I don't know. <laughs> we always have this debate on the show like I think
1: it's Marseille. You think it's Marseille. I think it's Marseille. Okay, we're we're going we gonna to see. I think it's Marseille.
0: We're going to look it up. It might season. be
1: Marseille, but I call it Marseille. Okay. I'm Marseille sure she's Martin. She to be like Just,
0: as long as you are talking about me, Exactly.
1: Girl. So if you don't know who she is, she plays Diane on I can honestly say that oh, Blackish child. is probably my favorite show and then Grownish. Yeah. I feel like Blackish is like the new age Cosby's and then grown is the new age a different world because it basically mm-hmm. is the same thing. Right. Um, but I feel like this one's cool. see cooler. where they paid homage anyway. to that. Yes. yes um, so she plays Diane, which is um, Andre and Bo Johnson's twin daughter mm-hmm. um, on Blackish, And she developed um, a story about a mean grown-up that um, uh, goes to sleep one night and wakes up as a little person. So
0: like a freaky Friday almost. Yes. For a black
1: girl. And the thing about it is she had brought this idea to her agent or someone and they told her, oh, you just need to like, you know, just relax and chill. Like, don't try to do too much. And she was like, okay, you fired. And I will move on to someone who takes me serious. And so now she is the youngest. Youngest. Executive producer in Hollywood, in Hollywood history. history at the age of 14. Um and, and then to think that your first movie not only had you're in it, because, I mean, you're a superstar now, Regina Hall and Issa, Issa Ray. Ray. Like, yes. you have all of these huge names in your movie. Um I'm a huge Regina Hall fan, so I can't wait to see mm-hmm. um, this movie. She does not age. And I love that she is in one of these roles where she could be Funny and mm-hmm. showcase her comedic chops because Regina Hall is funny. If yeah. you remember her from Scary Movie, she's hilarious. So she can be serious and funny. So I'm interested to see that, and I'm happy about it. And the movie comes out April 12th 2019. So, Marseille, Marseille, <laughs> and it could be Marseille, but I always call her Marseille. Um we're happy for you, and I can't wait to go see that movie. I'm gonna go see it more than once, She's probably.
0: It's gonna be so rich. I'm so happy.
1: And the movie's called Little. Little. Which is so funny because I, that's what I call my niece. Mm-hmm. Like, they
0: should I, take her to see I'm it. I'm the
1: only one who calls her that. Like, whenever she comes to see me or I see her, I'm like, hey, Little. Like, that's the, what her name is, and like, she knows that, like, right. I'm talking to her because I'm like, hey, Little. She's like, hey. I always call her Little. So. That was funny to me because I'm like, oh my gosh, like, the name of the movie is Little and it has some of my favorite people <laughs> in it. value for Yes, yeah, so I'm excited to see it. It's going to be cute. I love it. I can't wait as well. I wish,
0: you know, I knew more little girls I'd take a whole crew. I know. I oh, don't know. I might be able to work that out. I'll think on it. Um, But speaking of not telling girls and women what to do, I agree with Amber Rose with her gorgeous self. I don't know if you saw her little video that she posted in her pajamas um, i try to i try not to watch her i know sometimes
1: because she just
0: but overall me. i i like to be like on the the right side of things and i feel like no matter what the approach is like if you disagree with her approach her overall message it is pretty accurate i feel the same way about kiki palmer a lot of times like lord have mercy maybe this could have been delivered differently but i agree with you and so amber posted the other day after a video um, surfaced, and it wasn't the first video, but I guess it was the last straw, because the Shave Room reposted it, but Peter um, was here in Charlotte and riding around and getting it and posting about <laughs> black women, dark-skinned women, yeah. wearing blonde hair. Now, hair. I saw
1: him, but I didn't see what she said.
0: So Amber was over it by then, because I think Meek Mill had posted a video earlier this week, or maybe it was last week, saying, you know, something about women wearing lace fronts and just... So she gets up there and she's got on her pajamas. She's like, "Hey, you know, she's got no makeup on and still cute." Um, but it was about men telling women what to do with their body and their hair. And she said, basically, you know, whatever makes you happy. Like, don't let men change your their change your mind about how you feel. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite part was it was almost like she had a thought because her voice got a little high pitched and she was like, "Don't nobody tell y'all what the." to wear nobody she was like nobody tells y'all
1: anything nobody was, and y'all and she running got around super
0: fr- uh, frustrated and i was with her y'all
1: running around in jeggings and carrying purses so shut up
0: right i mean do what you want to do but stop and it just goes back to for as long as i've been living and my mom has been living with grandma great grandma like it's real like society this patriarchal society that we've all grown up in does they tell women what to wear what size to be? You you need to be smaller N- now. You need to have a big butt. Short hair is in now. Long hair is in, and all that comes from and patriarchy. I
1: don't give a shit what you like. like That's oh, the way I feel. You I don't care what you like. If you complexion,
0: you can't wear this. If you that complexion, you should wear your hair this color. And like, one thing about you can't me, wear red lipstick because you're this shade of uh, black.
1: And one thing about Meek Mill, it's funny that you you didn't start saying all this stuff until you out with some non-black girl. Now it's saying no to lace fronts and all of this and that. Boy, shut your black ass up, shut up. And then you want to try to retract when somebody uh, found that picture of your mama. She's sitting up there. I was gonna say judge your mama. She's sitting up there with that uh, twenty dollar. Uh, Wig from the beauty supply in the back. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. I I can't. Now you're getting on my nerves now. Shut up. You just got out of jail. You want to go back? (laughs) You going to jail. Period. Shut up. Don't nobody want to hear that. Now, Um, calm down.
0: Yeah, so there was that. I just wanted to give her a shout out for that because I I agree. And I think that's a message, a recurring message that we really need to hear. Like, nobody tells y'all what to wear. Be quiet and let women be amazing because we really are we know what looks good on us um what else oh i know something that's gonna upset y'all so there's a uk tech company by the name of centimedia that's created um ai that uses machine learning to analyze accounts account activity like in multiple places Mm -hmm. so this they're coming up with this software to try to combat and they're already testing it it's already on trial like the usual patterns um in your account details so they can determine whether multiple people are using the same account like for netflix and other Mm -hmm. streaming services the only issue i have with this aside from the fact that sharing is caring but the only issue i have with this is what if i'm a i am I travel for work right Mm -hmm. and so i usually watch my netflix account for my computer but somebody at home is watching that those are two different devices but that's my household so
1: it's just a way to try to control stuff and then to start charging extra and all kinds of dumb stuff yeah
0: they're set to save streaming services billions of dollars over the next few years yeah with this you know machine learning technique so just be on the lookout y'all might have to start signing up for your own little ten (laughs) dollar (laughs) account well i got my own so i ain't worried about it okay um, I got one other thing that I want to share, kind of like a black fact. Do you have anything before we are on no. the verge of wrapping up? Okay. No. I was gonna talk about Soldier Boy, but I just don't have the energy.
1: Girl, that thing was funny <laughs> to did me. I and with the sound effects. You know, Ooh, we'll, just,
0: we'll post it. Um, <laughs> we'll make sure to post it
1: so you know what we're talking about. If you got Soldier Boy, TV. need help. He's on marriage boot camp. I didn't even know they were married. I'm like, aren't you supposed to be married? Are they married? Girl, he's on marriage boot camp. Um, Lil Mo yeah, and her girl. husband is too.
0: Now I know she's married, but I don't believe Soldier Boy is married. Checks. <laughs> the checks must be rolling in. Um, so, black fact. You know, it's Black History 365 around here at the right. shop podcast, and we love to throw in a little tidbit about your history. Um, so there is a man or was a man by the name of Frazier Baker, who was a teacher, and he was appointed as postmaster in South Carolina. In the late 1800s the first african-american one of course Mm -hmm. below the bible belt south carolina 1800s if you feel where i'm going on february the 22nd in 1898 uh he was actually killed by an angry white white mob who shot him and his daughter julia at their home he was um she was an infant and so the mob actually set the house on fire Mm, mm, his mm. wife was in there Mm, mm, they had mm, six mm. children total this includes the baby girl that ended up getting shot um and his wife Lavinia, and two of the other children were injured but they did escape so the reason the mob ascended on their home was because he had been appointed postmaster in lake city south carolina the year before Mm -hmm. white people were upset of course. So they tried to have him removed, but it didn't work. And I guess they all got together and ascended on the household and decided that they were going to get him, and so they shot him and the baby. Um. And the reason I'm telling you guys this story isn't to piss you off, although you should be mad, and I definitely want you guys to know your history, um, but the house that they burned down was actually the post office as well.
1: Wow.
0: Right. Now... A post office in South Carolina will be named um after him after he was, you know, lynched hundred and twenty years
1: ago. Oh, so that's that's not just to, as, but, but it's, it's a way to honor his, him. Right. Or it's or not honor just for the
0: lineage, but definitely want to honor him in that way. Okay. So, um, I actually wouldn't mind seeing that. Like the name change, like driving down to South Carolina and mm-hmm. taking some photos, you know, of the place once they get the, the name changed.
1: Yeah.
0: Keep you guys posted on that.
1: That was some good history. Not I, good history, but... Right. Important. A little known fact. Important. Yes.
0: Yeah. So, Lisa Van Allen um, was part of a two-part segment with Jada Willow and Adrian on Red Table Talk this past week. Mm-hmm. If you guys don't know who Lisa Van Allen is, she is a survivor of R. Kelly... <laughs> And so, I don't know how many of you have had an opportunity to watch Surviving R. Kelly, but it's a lifetime docu-series that came out within the last two weeks. Six-part series, Um, and it basically chrono- chronicles different... What am I talking about today? <laughs> I, it chronicles different accounts of R. Kelly's um, alleged pedophilia, which I totally believe... I'm just saying alleged because the documentary um mm-hmm. and he contends that none of it's true r kelly we don't believe you this docuseries was hosted by toray Neblet, which we'll get into later um it featured uh bruce who's his older brother serving jail time for burglary his younger brother carrie kelly who was the one that they accused of actually being on the video and r kelly never tried to clear that up Qu- craig williams which I have so many feelings about a lot of people. Um, Tarana Burke, Dominique Gardner's mother, um, Michelle Kramer was on there. This is the lady uh, who rescued her daughter from the hotel. Mm-hmm. The daughter went back, but I hear
1: that she's come home since then. Yeah, um, she went back three days later, but then she came home again, and she, I think she's been home. Yep. Geronda
0: Pace, who initially introduced Dominique. Um, Adrian, Adrian, Andrea Kelly. Who was R. Kelly's wife. Who am I missing? Um, Kitty um, Jones, the uh, radio host who quit her job to go be with R. Kelly. Yeah,
1: there was another girl who was a grown-up. Asante
0: McGee. Yes. Um, yeah. Asriel, Clary's parents, Asriel is still yeah. with R. Kelly. The Clary's and then the Savages. The Savages. Um, and both of those last two sets of parents have daughters who are still with R. Kelly, who... Now that I've done a little bit more research, I've watched the docu-series, I've watched several interviews, and had an- enough time to read a few more articles, both of those girls already had, like, music out. Yeah. So I understand a little bit more yeah, they, the context.
1: They did, but I still have issues with the Clarys.
0: The Clarys, the Clarys. Okay, I have a hard time separating. Oh, parents. so Yes.
1: Not so much... At first, I thought of I thought the same thing with the Savages, but then after seeing a follow-up interview that they did with V103. Their
0: daughter was like 19 by then. Like, what could they really
1: do? And they didn't take their daughter to R. Kelly. They owned a boutique. Yes. And And the
0: exec came to the boutique. Under the
1: guise of Sony. So their parents thinking that he's working with Sony. Meanwhile, he's going around the back telling R. Kelly, it's this girl I need you to... So right. they're thinking everything is above board right. when really Sony had nothing to do with nothing. Right. So I, I kind of feel where they're coming from. Different. Plus she was nineteen. They're paying for her to go to school. She just withdraws. Right. They didn't even know that she was with R. Kelly until
0: the roommate told it.
1: Exactly. So that's a little different. The Clarys. I don't. I have. I have reservations about them as parents. So. Um. And so it's just my own. This is just my thing.
0: Something that they didn't get a chance to address in the documentary with the Clarys, with Azriel is, well, she was 17 whenever she met R. Kelly, right? Whenever they
1: took her to an R. Kelly concert and allowed her to be pulled up on stage and then go backstage with R. Kelly. So,
0: Azrael, for, for all intents and purposes, I'm um, to understand, comes from a regular family, two-parent home, that it's relatively healthy. She's got siblings and stuff like that. I can't remember what else happened. I'm not excusing it, but I'm saying people respond to things differently. And she had gone through like a a breakup with her very first boyfriend, like the week before that. And she ended up taking some pills. It was that and something else. She ended up taking some pills. Um, they had to try to resuscitate her. They The parents took her to therapy the therapist found out she did music they're like you need to really delve into that told the parents like you really need to throw her into that they didn't want to leave her by themselves because the Clarys are the ones where the father was having a birthday and they all went together so the i i'm to understand i could be wrong but i'm to understand the last thing i read or heard was that the therapist had tickets and gave them tickets to go to the concert for that reason like music, music or whatever. And that the Clarys were I guess their argument is we were with her every step of the way and she turned eighteen and everything went to shit. Excuse me. I language. don't care if I'm
1: with my daughter, she's not getting pulled up on stage with R. Kelly. I'm not
0: disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that I didn't know that part of the story watching the documentary. And it's tough. Like they asked um so they were both sets of parents were recently interviewed after the documentary came out we talk about them all the time on this show um 107.5 W W G C I, wgci which has called kyle centillion who's formerly on a radio show here in north carolina and they were basically one of the last questions they asked them was do you regret anything and they did talk about like all the stuff that they regret doing. Um, but much like the Aaliyah situation where there are certain things that I thought about the parents or about the timeline or about stuff that happened, I'm able to piece the story together a little bit better. I'm not excusing anybody's behavior. You and I talk about this all the time. I feel like the community failed these people, whether it was parents at home, people at school, friends saying, yeah, girl, go on and get yours or people who work with R. Kelly who saw what was going on or know that there are beds and young girls hanging around like every step of the way somebody could have stepped in or like with the Clary's how they're saying they received messages right after she turned 18 like this is going on with your daughter you need to get her out of there and the mom is like well why didn't y'all say any of this before she turned 18? I
1: just I just think I don't know how to put this in any other way. I am thirty-two years old. Though mm-hmm. the the Clarys are older than me, mm-hmm. and she sat on the TV and said, "But he was acquitted." So we thought, "I listen, R. Kelly." It wasn't denounced. The jury didn't say that that was not R. Kelly in that video. The reason why he was acquitted is because they could not determine how old she was. That does not mean that she wasn't 14. The jury could not determine how old she was, and the family, she denied that was her. So even if you know that that happened, for you to just be like, well, he was acquitted, so we thought, I would not take my 17 year old daughter to an R. Kelly concert.
0: I would not take mine either. But what I'm saying is, and I'm I'm only thinking holistically, trying to figure out like how people got here. So when I was watching the documentary, I don't know if you saw the one guy and I meant to write his name down, but he was a juror and they asked him and he was basically like, I didn't like them. I didn't like the way they dressed. I know it sounds ridiculous, yeah, but I didn't, didn't believe, the believe them. Right, and so w- once like all the details come out, we can form our own hypothesis, right? But initially, if you know somebody goes to court for something, this is just the way I thought when I was a little bit younger, like a teenager or something like that. I thought I didn't know how the justice system worked. Not saying that they don't or how terrible it could be rather. But I'm thinking it's a tape like surely if it was really him. I'm not saying this is how I thought I just want to clear that up. But wouldn't you think, like, if it's a clear tape of R. Kelly, why wouldn't they convict him?
1: And I probably would have thought about that until I was actually on a juror. And then once you've been on a the juror, then you know why, because the justice the justice system on paper is is jacked. It, no, it's good so, okay. to to keep you out. But when you are on, in theory. But when you put you see what I'm saying? But when you have people with their own backgrounds and motives that come in and corrupt that because it is hard when if you're going by what's on that paper that you have to convict someone of it's hard. Like you have to you have to if you're strictly going by what it says on that paper, not how you feel, not if you like them, it is hard and it's and that's the way it is that way because it's supposed to help prevent innocent people from going right but, but it never it does. never so because you I'm have your own right. okay you like he had his own appe- biases
0: about the right. women
1: and not necessarily what was going what on what was really happening family. so they they and there is no way for you to determine how old she was exactly in that tape unless it was marked and and she said i was this age but if you have people that in the society that we live in, it's always blame the victim. I don't, well, she said it's not her, and this is somebody famous. I can see how people would fall into that and not convict R. Kelly. But I'm just saying, me personally, and I can't speak for the Clary's. My 17-year-old daughter has no business even going to and why would as a, if I if my child was going to therapy and the therapist said I have R. Kelly tickets, I would be like, okay, that's not appropriate for my 17-year-old I'm not gonna take Knowing what R. Kelly's, even his music is and the way he performs on stage, how vulgar he is and goes up and down the front row and lets women stick their hands all the way in his pants, I would just be like, thank you, but I don't feel comfortable taking my child to see R. Kelly. She's 17 years old. I want to go back to something else she said about like the jurors in the courtroom
0: and not being able to identify whether or not she was 14 on the tape. They would have been able to do the math if she and or her family had admitted that it was her. Exactly. That was the issue that they said. Everybody except for her aunt, Sparkle, Sparkle. was saying, that's not me. That's not her. That's not my daughter. That's not my niece.
1: All the while getting paid. And she, st- and she was still so
0: people, with him afterwards. So people, I do want to touch on this right quick. People have been dragging <sighs> Sparkle for years. And now I'm like i can see me so this didn't come after the tape she was the tape so yes Yes. on one hand it's like okay well why would i take my niece to a studio with blah 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 but she this girl was in a music group and i've already been working with this artist who's doing great things for my career and i want my niece to have the same success right sparkle was bringing her niece to the studio with her she showed up one day and And the niece had was there and she was like what are you doing here the only thing I feel like I might have done differently was I would have ripped her a new one and I would have ripped R. Kelly a new one that day. But that's just because I know how malicious men and their appetites can be um and how people just don't protect little black girls in general. Right. right? Yeah. But to know, like, okay, you got dropped off. So then in my mind, watching the documentary, which they didn't clear up, well, I was thinking. Well, what does I got dropped off mean? Who dropped you off? And now knowing what was it, her dad or her uncle, her other uncle that was playing guitar. Mm-hmm. So maybe a parent dropped her off. She was like, kids are going to be around. You know, they're having a party. We're going to be playing games. So uh, That right there sounded okay. suspect to me.
1: Right. That, like, I'm just sorry. Like, and, and I'm not saying that the parents are the blame because... Nobody is with their child 24/7. Just look like look at the girl who's 16, 17 years old going to the damn trial. She's supposed to be at school. Right? And so, she
0: said that on TV yes. she said my mama thought I was at school, but she was a single working mother so she didn't know.
1: Exactly. So that's what I'm saying like the onus is not always on the parent. But I don't understand dramatic. how anybody did wouldn't have reservations. Yeah. About R. Kelly
0: especially with his
1: reputation even I'm in the city of chicago
0: yeah and i'm not judging anybody except for the people that i saw for sure at his birthday party wednesday night but we gonna get there but like kitty jones like why did she quit her job because she was R- a Kelly. jock and i know like jocks don't make a lot of money unless you're syndicated so i don't want to be like oh you had your own money girl but you work in an industry where this is a discussion frequently yes. i worked in radio i know like, it, it, once I got of age and I had my own job and I worked at a radio station, R. Kelly came up all the time in
1: conversation. But my, and, and that's why the level of the way I feel about the situation, not that I don't care about women being abused, but it's different when you're Aaliyah, when you're the 14 year old, when you're 16 years old, when you're 17 years old, and 33. You, you, you wanted something like, okay, yeah, you may have light art, but it was the, it was the allure of R. Kelly and you were willing to overlook. By that point, we all knew. I mean, the Dave Chappelle stuff had been out. The interview with him and Toure had been out. The video had been out. We knew we may have not have known all the intricate details, but we knew that he attempted or and succeeded in marrying an underage Aaliyah. And you're in radio; you knew this. Can you
0: talk about that for a second? I want that stressed me so out. So many people to go to jail. That stressed me I want out. So many people to go to jail. I cannot remember the, the man's name, but it was basically his personal assistant. Got on the documentary and basically admitted that he forged. So in my childhood, I thought. This whole time that Aaliyah's parents, because you can do this, gave permission for her to be married to R. Kelly. They got public backlash and decided that it was a no-go-ahead had it annulled. No. That is not what happened. Uh-uh. She was on the road and was entrusted in their care. And he gets on there and says that, number one, they thought Aaliyah was pregnant. He claims that he asked R. Kelly if he was messing around with her beforehand. And R. Kelly said, no, but I don't believe that part. You forged documents saying that she was 18 years old when you know that she was 15 and then you're going to stand in there, stand up there and say, or sit up there and say, she looked at me. That's where I feel like I failed her. And then I fe- he said, I failed them both. No, you failed Aaliyah for sure. Yes. Talking about she looked at me like she wanted me to talk to you, talk to her. She looked at you like, help me. Yeah. And you did not.
1: And if you notice, and this is one thing that I noticed now looking back at Aaliyah, number one, that whole street persona no. was not her. Yeah, and you never seen Aaliyah smile in any of those pictures from back then. Mm-mm. You never, we never really seen Aaliyah smile until I think she may. Have, Missy, yeah, and she may have smiled some, like we you know she did the Tommy Hilfiger ads, and then like later in her career, like. But has did Aaliyah really have any happy songs? Like you never really. It was always. She was always... She always looked tormented. When you look back at her face in those pictures. When I
0: listen... Even when I go back to one of my favorite Aaliyah songs. is how could the one I gave my heart to. Like, even when I listen to that, I'm like, Lord, yeah.
1: Sad. Just sad. It's a a song on her last album that was released. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Um, But she talks about being in an abusive relationship. Um... And now listening to it, it's just like, oh my God, like, it was crazy. Cause I know it's like one part of the song where she says, I gave it all to you and no questions asked. And it was like, it's talking about her being abused and like, just treated all kinds of ways. I mean, I just think about it now and I just feel so sorry for her because she went through that yep. and then the, she died like that. Yep. Like that, that is a tragic life story, you know? Aside from the fame. Right. That is a tragic... Like, he met her when she was 12 years old. And in... She's got that vibe. He says... Little "Little cute Aaliyah's Aaliyah's got it. it. So, that lets you know that she was a child. She was... Or he would never say, little cute Aaliyah's got it. Right. She was a kid. It is just... It drives me crazy. And her parents need to stop this facade as if they didn't know yes. what was going on, if they were with her 24-7. Because if you were with her 24-7, when did they find the time? When did she find the time to get pregnant?
0: Or even when if, did she find the time
1: to go forge documents right. and get married? Even
0: if they didn't know what was going on at the time, the, the narrative that R. Kelly didn't have sex with my daughter, like, let it go. Like, we're not judging you. We're not blaming you. And, and this doesn't, I said this before, it doesn't take away from Aaliyah's innocence. It's not her fault. It's R. Kelly's fault. It's his camp's fault. It's everybody who allowed it. But like to to try to get us to believe that that just did not happen. That yes, R. Kelly is sick, but my daughter is not somebody he took advantage of. The yes, fact that did. he even married her at the age of fifteen.
1: You think so? What that's taking what, advantage. What man marries a woman and never and never has sex with her? Some people may not have sex before they get married, but when you get married, you are having sex.
0: Right. The, so why
1: would he marry someone that he wasn't already or wanted to or did have sex with. Yes. Come on.
0: That made me sad when they talked to when um the girl was on there and she was talking about how they, you know, were playing games on the bus and they swung the bus doors open and he was having sex with Aaliyah. That that made me sad. Um so many parts of um Andrea's story, his his wife, especially when she starts talking about their children together, how she was pregnant, how he woke her up in the middle of the night and, you know, shipped her down to Florida and she didn't know why she was going or where she was going. And then she went into labor. The baby's heart wasn't beating. She ended up having Robert Jr. And she almost dropped. I, I could see what she was and talking she's, about. She almost she's dropped still, that baby.
1: She's she's still acting like a better woman.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are so many things.
1: Because um, everybody that. was mad at her about
0: that old post.
1: Of, well, it was only a year ago. Okay. When that old. But she's, she's a better mm-hmm. woman because she has that mentality because i'm not a better woman but i've been the person that's like someone can be just treating you terrible mm-hmm. but you will get pissed off if somebody else say something right that's that's manipulation it is so Look how
0: long she was with
1: you yeah as well. so i i feel like she just needs to go to therapy and therapy. and stop making videos about <laughs> it but she's a she's a better woman um Dominique's story was really sad. Dominique's story was really sad. Um, Even Joyce's is sad because you can even see in that TMZ video where they're telling her what to say. And this is my thing about R. Kelly is if if you are not holding them against their will, if they have free will to go and come as they please, just let them call home. I mean, they are adults now, so if they want to stay, they can stay, but just... Let him call. Who doesn't want to talk to their mama? That so, who
0: has a mama who's never really done wrong by them.
1: And they don't want to talk to him. Like come on. So that's my that's my issue with it. And then after after doing some more like research and watching um interviews and things like that, Iyama was on Sway in the Morning. I saw and basically said that R. Kelly had contacted her because I'm sure he knew that this was, was happening. Mm-hmm. And um, like over the summer, last summer, and wanted to be on her show, but she said she knew that he was not
0: trying to get trying, his life right. Right,
1: he's trying to to use it as publicity, and that I'm he surprised. doesn't have the he he doesn't feel like what he's doing is wrong.
0: I'm surprised that she didn't take that on, not from the perspective like, oh, we can get you together, but to. I probably would have used that as an opportunity to try to expose... Which, but, she, but that's but what I she said. But I guess that's not her platform. No, and
1: she said that she felt like it would have been um, like an exploitation yeah. of him. And, it, she, and what really she has. said is, he's really sick. And he does not realize... He does not... R. Kelly does not think any of this is wrong. Well, I disagree.
0: I don't, I don't believe that. And let me tell you why. Because if he didn't think anything was wrong, then he would be making statements like Bruce made when he said... My brother, because he admitted on the video, he was like, I like older women. My brother, speaking about R. Kelly, likes younger women. I mean, it's just a preference. What's the problem? If he didn't think anything was wrong, he would still let those girls speak to you know, their parents. He would not get on national TV or on his social media and be like, I didn't do any of this. It would be, well, yeah, I'm doing that, but there's nothing wrong with it. And his behavior... Or having other or people that the fact take care he's trying to of cover up. exactly, yeah. Having other people take care of stuff, and to your point, um, per discussion, you know, from the documentary, something we talked about is that with him saying like he can't read or write very well, like he's not in this by himself. There's so many other individuals who are complicit because who's booking the flights? Just like his um, ex-wife said. I don't know if you saw this, but his birthday was this past week. I did. Okay, he threw a birthday party, which, you know, I guess. Money because if it were my venue, I'd be like, nah, dog, you can't have your birthday party. It's money, and you see how little it was, right? I did, and then the place wasn't even really packed. Um, but he had his birthday party at B75 in Chicago, and somebody must have been trolling Robert because some the police showed up under the assumption that he had an outstanding warrant. Now, when they got there, they realized that he didn't, but like to be interrupted at your birthday party, I mean, there's no justice, but still. I
1: felt like that was And all those women in there saying, um, take me hostage or something like that. I, I did not hear that, girl. Yeah, there were people in there saying that, like, take me hostage or something like Like, just crazy. Y'all are yeah. just sick and crazy. I did see them,
0: like, recording him. It's too early, y'all. What you mean? Because I'm stumbling. <laughs> um, but no, so V75 posted on their social media, and they were like... Um, R. Kelly stopped in to celebrate his birthday with us. The personal shit aside, the talent is undeniable. Like, okay, if that's how you excuse it, I'm not into it.
1: And I'm I- not excusing it, but I'm not going to lie and say when he hit that, ah, I was like, damn it. <laughs> like, why are, you, why are you like this? Why? Like, why are you? Are, this is my thing. Like, you are, I don't care what nobody say. R. Kelly is a musical genius. You cannot take that I, away from him. Nobody's denying
0: you it. You cannot I've never heard anybody deny you it. You cannot
1: take it away. And some of his music is just like, I feel like it was, it was just like in the fabric of our upbringing. Like, oh, yeah, we yeah, listened yeah, to it. Well and been. I just don't understand. I do understand because he was a victim himself. So abuse people abuse people and sex is power and so if you if you've ever been made to feel powerless in that regard he's just exhibiting that power over whoever he can now because he's he's a millionaire he can he can do what he wants but my thing is it's just terrible that you are this talented you have had this career you could have had any adult woman, women that you wanted. Like what in the doing hell? What you wanted. Yeah, doing what you wanted and legally about it. and happy about. It. Nobody would be able to say anything, but you chose to use your talent in this way. It, it just it sucks. It sucks for everybody involved. It's terrible, and I'm just like I, I just I just don't understand why why you even had to go this way. It's terrible so disgusting
0: it is disgusting so since the documentary came out um chicago and georgia the um they got some stuff going on some legal stuff and the cook county judge signed orders to have robert um chicago studio inspected by the police now Our kelly's uh uh, attorneys they wanted 30 days to comply with the judge no uh an emergency right no so, but even though the judge deemed it an emergency, he gave them five days to prepare for inspection, the building owners, the people who own the building are also demanding the search because they said they can't even access their own building.
1: No, and, the, and you're not supposed to be using a commercial space to live in. Right. So if he has beds and right. alleged that people are living there, you can't do that. And one thing that, that, I don't know if people caught this, is whenever Azrael's parents said that she escaped, but they brought her back. Who is they? Cause I doubt R. Kelly was running out there in the street to grab her. So who is they? Who right. brought her back? Although her
0: her sister Isis, when they were in the studio, she said I was pulling on my sister and R. Kelly
1: was pulling on my sister. I was like, that's crazy. And then I'm sorry, but I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just me. Whenever she said that she didn't want to tell because I I don't. Yeah, I would have told. Who gives a shit and about R. Old, Kelly? I'm an
0: older sister too. I I think her perspective was. They threatened to kill Azrael and they threatened to but my thing is if she died while she was with R. Kelly, they know that would be a bigger problem so she didn't think that through. No
1: and, and, and they would kill my parents. You see how big her daddy is? That is your daddy. Okay. I would not be Oh, day. R. Kelly said he gonna kill you. <laughs> I'd be right like look he said he gonna kill you. He gonna kill Azrael. Y'all need to get here. I just and then you go and see your sister using the bathroom and buckets?
0: Do you know that Child,
1: um, please. Is this
0: right? That R. Kelly wrote uh Fortunate?
1: R. Kelly has written so many so, things.
0: Satisfy You by um P. Diddy. Life by KC yeah. and I'm Your Angel by Celine Dion. I did know that. F You Tonight by um B.I.G.
1: Bum Bum Bum. B2K. Yeah. He's um, written for Tony, Tony Braxton. Alone. Kelly Rowland. Stuff that we didn't know. Ty Sign. Um, I mean, like I cried. wouldn't even thought about that. MJ's cry. Whitney Houston, I look to you. Yeah,
0: she knew. about But what a girl wants by B2K. Mm-hmm. He wrote a lot of songs for B2K. He wrote "Outrageous" for Britney Spears. He wrote "808" for Black. "So Sexy" for Twista. Um, he wrote for Young
1: Jeezy. Questions I'm a by Tamia
0: by Bow Wow. And you know I love Tamia.
1: Yeah. Um, he wrote some songs for Britney Spears. Yep. Yeah. Um. Joe, Lady
0: Gaga, Justin Bieber,
1: Bryson Tiller, Wale—he wrote the body. I mean, the list goes on and on. So that's my thing. Like, are are we boycotting all these songs too, so or just I, his? Because he's because this is the thing. If if we're boycotting his for music for the purpose of money, then he, he gets
0: paid off of all of that.
1: That's what I'm saying. So if we're boycotting him, but still listening to everybody else stuff, R. Kelly is not. I mean,
0: it still will hurt him. Now, don't get it twisted. Like, if you start playing R. Kelly Sung songs, but you still play the ones he wrote for other people, yeah, he'll get paid, but it'll still put a dent in
1: his... I'm going to be be honest. It depends on who owns it, too. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, and he's claiming that he doesn't own any of it, but he will still get the writing credit because his name is on there. So he will still get some money, but... I think that people are going to say oh, we're going to meet R. Kelly, we're not going to listen to it. But I feel like they still are.
0: I was going to say that at the end of <laughs> the conversation. Still are. I don't know that even in the moment, I feel like people feel impassioned in a way that would make them stop listening to R. Kelly. But I really feel like overall that will die out. And I'm not, I'm not an R. Kelly sympathizer. I'm not an abuser sympathizer in any way. And I'm not saying that I am going to listen to R. Kelly music. I just feel like it's going to die down over time. But if this, if right now not listening to R. Kelly or stuff that he wrote or people that support him gets us to this discussion about abusers and believing people Mm -hmm. and protecting children and stuff like that, then so be it. Like, whatever the vehicle is to get to from point A to point B, if it's not harming anybody, bringing harm to anyone, then I'm about that. I'm not going to judge you if 10 years from now I see you stepping in the name of love.
1: Because... If our Ar- kid,
0: especially if our Kelly is in jail, you
1: don't know, Ar- Ar- you know, and that's that's my thing. Like, I don't even care about that. Is it going to put him in jail? Is it going to bring the girls home? Or what's going to happen? Because if it if nothing happens, it's going to be like what happened with the tape. Everybody's going to be oh my god, R Kelly, R Kelly, R Kelly, and then when he comes out because he's a master manipulator mm-hmm. and rebrands himself like he did with "Step in the Name of Love" and all that, then what? Right. So it needs to be. It's a
0: broad discussion.
1: It it needs to be an end to these memes. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, like what, what is the plan? Of, what
0: kind of reform comes yes. from this? So I, I kinda I guess we've kinda discussed what our feelings about the documentary is. Um, if you haven't watched it, you need to watch it on your own. It's just too much material to fit in one show. Um, and we can't do two parts of, of it.
1: Um, I can't handle two parts of this. Right.
0: It's a, it was very emotional. Uh, just be ready to invest the time and pay attention. There are a lot of people who are culpable here, in my personal opinion. What I want to know from you, B, is, is there any empathy for R. Kelly? Um, can we talk about, like, Carrie Kelly at yeah. 6 and R. Kelly at 10? And yeah. now, this past week, he's on a radio show saying, okay, it was my sister who was 16 who was molesting us as children. Like, who's to blame for R. Kelly and his longevity here.
1: Um, I definitely have empathy for R. Kelly. Mm-hmm.
0: I do. Um, a lot of people say that they don't, but I'm like, how can we say that there is no empathy for ten year old R. Kelly at minimum? Yeah. And but also in that same space, say black kids, black girls, black boys,
1: they need to be protected, protected because this is. If you see, this it's is like, what it goes back to. It's a cycle. cycle because and he wasn't he wasn't protected
0: different people handle things different ways because some people were treated the prime example look at Carrie Kelly and look at R. Kelly they chose to
1: handle it different, different ways, ways as far as we know they were both abused and I do how can I say that I don't have empathy for six through thirteen or six through ten Carrie and R Kelly but have empathy for someone that's going old, yeah 18, old. it's just that the cycle continued itself, and R. Kelly was an abused child, and you see a lot of abused children that grow up and abuse others. Now that does not mean that it's right, right. but you have to you have to see where this trauma and this sickness is coming from, and that is where it's coming from. He said on himself on the documentary that he was molested, and he said. <laughs> It's, I think the way R. Kelly talks is funny to me. Like, the way he said stuff is funny to me. But he said... It's not funny, like, what he's talking about. But he was like, it awakened my... The way he said hormones, he was like, hormones. Like, it was funny the way he said it, but you understood, like, it awakened my hormones too way early too early. Because you like, you
0: you, you're You you not supposed to be seeing sex.
1: No. And my thing is that, like, like when you have, like, older boys or even older girls who have porn addictions, right? They saw porn young, and so that's now what they... That's sex to them. It has to be overtly pornographic Mm -hmm. for them to to get pleasure out of it. And I feel like because R. Kelly was young and in that space, that is how he... That's how he relates to sex, is someone being in power and someone being powerless. Right. And that's exactly... Now he's just switched roles, and now he is the one that is getting off on that power because that's all it is. Sex is sex. It is about the the vulnerability that this other... You have this power over them. And it's like, I've been abused, I've been taken advantage of, and now I'm going to do it to you. I got the money. I got the fame. I got the power. I'm right. in charge and now. And this
0: is what it's supposed to look like. Because that's all he's
1: known. Talk. Yeah. So you have to have empathy for him. That doesn't... Like, I have empathy for... People that are in jail for killing somebody, but if that's all you, because that's that's all you grew up. Oh yeah, my mama got shot in the head, my daddy got killed. Like you have to empathize with where this person is coming from. It doesn't mean that they ass don't deserve to be in jail because there are other ways for you to Would handle you say, that. Jail and
0: therapy. Yes. Jail and therapy. Jail
1: and therapy. So I do feel empathy for our Kelly's upbringing and what he went through. Right. That does not mean that I sympathize with his behaviors at this point. I couldn't have said it better. Um. Yeah, and I'm having. Full disclosure, it was hard for me to, like, I have I have not listened to R. Kelly's music, but TP2.com was my joint. And it is hard for me to be like, you mean I, I can't listen to uh, Just Like That? And I don't mean it. Like, R. Kelly, like, get it to, like, we have to get him, we have to hold him accountable.
0: Yes.
1: For the wrongs that he's done.
0: That's right. And they, they seem to have been many. Yes. Um, many. It was, and and even in one of the videos, he was like, "Y'all should have done this thirty years ago." And when you and I were talking <sighs> before we started recording, it's like, "Oh man, like he's been abusing Aaliyah, or he was abusing Aaliyah about thirty years ago." Like,
1: but what you know are what? You this did not start with Aaliyah.
0: No, of course it didn't. It <laughs> didn't. It started with the girls at McDonald's that he would pick up with the little high school jacket. Another thing. And-
1: another thing too. You you see this. And I've I've experienced this recently in my own personal life with other people, not with myself. R. Kelly talks about how he was picked on, about he couldn't read, and you know the girls in high school would pick on him. We talked about so, that So so why would he go back to high school I after mean, you've been out? Of, it's because oh y'all picked on me. me I'ma show. show let me show you. I'ma show back up, and I'ma get all the girls. Like it's a it's a mental thing. Mm-hmm. He is sick. He is sick, and a child, and a, and he's he's stuck. Yeah, at, like at I age. I've experienced that with people. People get stuck at a certain point, and they go they move through their life coming from that, that pain point. Yes, and that perspective as a teenager. Mm-hmm. And I, it's now I don't I do not disagree with that because I believe in that. It's just I really it's, do. It's crazy. Like I know people now in my personal life that. If that may have been picked on or judged or felt less than in high school, and when it's football games or reunions, they show up and just, like, it's this thing, like, who gives a shit about these people? Mm -hmm. I don't give a crap about these people. I'm not going to go above me, oh, I'm going to show up because I got to look... Who gives a crap? And the people that you, that the people it. that you're showing up to, impress, stunt on, may not even be there right. or don't even give a crap about you. You know, because they and don't. They, they, they have old
0: families now. They've progressed through life. They've gone to college, graduated, got, you know, all kinds of stuff.
1: They're not on. thinking about that. But I relate that to some of the reasons why R. Kelly was probably going back hanging out at these high schools. Number one, because he's a pedophile and wants to have sex with underage girls. And number two. It's to, it's to show like, oh, I'm the man now. That's right. And y'all picked on me when I was here. But now look at me showing up in my Jeep. Because <laughs> you know that you had the Jeep back then. Right. Showing up in my Jeep. Like all the girls want me. Like it's it's ridiculous and it's sick. But they young. They but they, they young. great. They young and, and he deserves. but But this is the thing. We keep saying that he's getting his due. Because he's never been able to live this down. And he will never be able to live this down. It's he's always not getting enough of his he's good, not, he, I believe he will in the end. He's not getting enough, but for you to have dedicated your life's work to music and for now people to not want to like that's and to be publicly like this is it was on Good Morning America. Right. Like he may not oh, be it was going on
0: ESPN. Yeah, he may
1: not be going to jail, but he is he's never in the court of public he, opinion yeah. he is going down. In the court of public opinion and is, is who pays your bills. I want him to go
0: to jail.
1: I wanted to go to jail too, but unless, like, this is the thing that, this is the thing that, um, that I didn't understand is because, and it's the same family, the Clary said that they went through her phone and saw text to where they had had sex when she was 17. So why could they have not I didn't brought? See that. Yes. But I missed that. I because mean. remember whenever she got to the hotel? And she said, "Oh no, it was just about music." I'm they interviewing. Went, yeah, they went back in her phone, and from the text, they could decipher that they actually had sex. So my thing is, if Go she was ahead. seventeen, why couldn't he be arrested for that? Right. Like I, I'm just trying to understand, like this, what is really going on? Well, with I, that.
0: I know I've said this before. Like even when I was growing up, like the teenage girls, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen years old, that were getting pregnant, were getting pregnant for guys in their twenty, like twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven years old. Like this is something that's prevalent in our community, and I, I've, I've had this thing with several people where it's just exhausting. Like the whole, what about what about the uncles in your families? What about like okay, this ain't what
1: aboutism? We're talking it's about- everybody,
0: let's get everybody. Yeah, done. but but just because maybe somebody doesn't want to go into the Thanksgiving dinner and be like. You and you and y'all did this because maybe they're not brave enough. Does not mean that they cannot scrutinize the behavior of R. Kelly.
1: No, it does not mean. I mean, it happens in the churches, it It happens happens in in schools, everywhere.
0: everywhere. People are men are taking advantage of not just men, women too. Um, are taking advantage in high school. There are male professors that are taking advantage in
1: college, you know what I'm saying? Like, people are taking advantage at home. I mean, back, back, back in you know like we i think we mentioned this like this was off the off air but we talked about how i mean great grandmas was getting pregnant at 15 they were getting married off mm-hmm. to grown men right. this is a thing where young black women are not valued outside of property being being sexual objects and, and having babies That's this right. this is a this is a cultural um, sickness that has been pervasive throughout history, right. and I'm just glad now to be alive. As if, as future would say, what a time to be alive, where Black women are taking their own stories and traumas and calling everybody out. Yeah, all of y'all can get it. The ones, even the ones who showed up on the documentary, I don't know why Dream felt it was appropriate to put Charlemagne on there, but she did. She
0: says she regrets
1: that. I mean, not to say that. Charlemagne hasn't made strides to change himself and be a better person and go to therapy, but anybody who got allegations shouldn't yeah. have been on there. Yeah,
0: we gonna get there.
1: Shouldn't shouldn't be on there. So I was just like, you know, but Dream is a respected journalist. She's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. I think she may have done work. Um she's done a lot of work with Jay Z. I think that she done some work on the decoded book that he that was that he wrote. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's a respected journalist. Right. She also did uh Uh, article and i think it was bob magazine a long time ago with r kelly Mm -hmm. prior to the newer allegations with the sex tape and stuff so she's been on both sides right of this
0: just like the guy who did the last positive harvey weinstein um because people keep saying what about weinstein okay the same person who just did a positive one on him as soon as the allegation came allegations came out he was like oh no and he went back and started
1: immediately preparing to do the one right.
0: that talks about, you know. And the, what, a, the
1: what about is deflection. It is. We ain't talking about Harvey Weinstein. We're right. talking about R. Kelly. And if
0: we are talking about R. Kelly, we can talk about Harvey Weinstein at the same time. Like, we can, we can do it all. We
1: can do, we can talk about more than one issue, right. folks.
0: It doesn't, it, I mean, kind of gives me the feel of a uh, shut up and dribble.
1: Yeah. But with women. Yeah. Like, and I'm going to talk about whatever the hell I want to talk about. That's
0: right. So, I, I know you heard this, um, Lady Gaga has since come out and you know spoke against him um chance the rapper phoenix john legend was in the video kiki palmer terry cruz who's of course a huge advocate for mm-hmm. women um a self-proclaimed feminist um, and even r kelly's daughter joanne kelly posted on instagram uh, it's a really long post it really made me sad because it's like dang like as his daughter it's not my fault But she still had to end up coming out and saying something. I guess because people were approaching
1: her. And I don't understand why they would do that to her.
0: Already hurting, already embarrassed. She's grown up with this, according to um, even and Why does she have
1: to say it? This is my thing. Y'all, people want Lady Gaga and Jade. Is it going to put him in jail? Is it going to get those girls home? I guess like people just want to know where their favorite
0: celebrities stand on the issue, but it's bigger than that. It
1: is. It's it's just like and then my thing is because like I said like I'm not gonna sit here lie. I listen to R. Kelly's music, and his daughter, the one that came out, Joanne. Yeah. I feel so bad for her because on R. Kelly's last album, I think it was called like the Buffet or something. That just lets you know right there that he's mm-hmm. crazy. But she has a they have a duet. And when I tell you that girl got it honestly from her father, she can sing her face off and to know that you have a father of this musical caliber that you can't even do anything with or because he's R. Kelly.
0: Is there just a like, podcast called
1: "Oh My uh, Monster, God"
0: or something like that with the daughters? It's like, called Happy Face. Happy Face, that's right. I'm
1: telling you, that girl can sing. Because when I, I remember listening to, it, I remember I was going home one night. It was snowing, and I listened to it because Janae Aiko has a song with R. Kelly on that album, which is very explicit, and I was it made me uncomfortable. Um, and I was just like Janae, like this is R. Kelly, like, and I mean this is even then, but I, I'm still listening to it. I was still listening to it, and I let the let the album play, and. It was one of those things where I heard her sing, and I was like, wait a minute, let me see what this is. And when I looked at the track, list, I was like, oh, this is his daughter. Right. She has a, she has an amazing voice.
0: Something about R. Kelly's vibe hasn't rocked with me for a long time, no pun intended. So I um, I can't promise you that I, I mean, I don't, I, in the past, like, I haven't readily been like, hey, turn that off. But I've stopped listening to R. Kelly a long time, like, college. Once it finally started to resonate with me once I started hitting adult age. I'm
1: like, something is just I can't rock with yeah, it. Yeah. Because like full disclosure, like when that when the tape came out, first of all I was in high school. I didn't watch the tape. Right. And I remember directly after that, um, I listened to I mean, we we had Move Your Body Like a Snake. A sample of that in one of our chilling routines, like it didn't.
0: I used that in a uh, modeling show. Well, I walked to it in a
1: show. It, yeah, I mean, the Chocolate Factory was a good album. I listened to it. Like I don't. I think it took me a while to grow up to realize putting the pieces together. Putting, yeah. So I I can't sit here and be like, oh, I didn't. I mean, when I went through a breakup, what almost were well, going on two years. I mean, I listen to When A Woman's Fed Up, like, 30 times in a row. Right, because it resonates. But that's <laughs> yeah, the other like, part
0: that I want to touch on. like, I did. And, and I don't. we don't need to answer this question now, because we kind of know. But, like, when we ask the question, like, who is responsible, I don't feel
1: responsible. I'm younger than Aaliyah. Yeah, right. I don't feel and responsible. I felt the same. And I like, And, like, now when I look back and see Aaliyah sitting on the couch with him in matching clothes, now, as an adult, I'm like, they got on matching clothes. Like, then- nobody... All we saw was Mickey Mouse yes, and a cool outfit. Thank you. So it, I don't feel like we, at that time, were responsible for continuing on to listen to R. Kelly. when the, None of the adults, adults, none of the music executives, none of the radio stations right. stopped playing his music. That's right.
0: Um, what was I going to say? Oh, about uh, R. Kelly's daughter. She did say, um, I'll just read this little piece, but you guys can go to social media and read it. She said, the same monster you all are confronting me about is my father. I'm well aware of who he is. I grew up in that house. Right. Something about I grew up in that house just, I was like, girl,
1: they said it I all. Don't, I don't think that people should should be attacking her. You got to speak out on her father at the end of the day, and she don't say nothing. She is don't has to. It's still she her dad. Yeah. It's still her dad. Like, come on, y'all. She's a victim, too. Yep.
0: I just want to take this moment to say Aaliyah's second album was my favorite one anyway so there's that that one in a million album
1: yeah I like one in a million and then I liked Aaliyah uh, the so, one I the one that had I Care on it them last few, uh, the yeah. last few albums of Aaliyah's was was popping the one that
0: and, came out in 01 when she passed away Aaliyah yeah
1: that was good and, and for people that that whole issue with why we can't listen to her music that's her, her uncle's deal yeah 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 but you can find the album on YouTube. The whole Absolutely. album is on YouTube. So I heard people saying you can't find anywhere. You can find it on YouTube because I've definitely put it on and listened to the whole thing before.
0: Yeah. One last thing I want to talk about. Um, so, do you have any more comments about R. Kelly
1: specifically? Um. No, I think I've said pretty much what I had to say in my stance on everything. No.
0: So I do. I brought up Terry Crews. He canceled. Um. Uh. I think an interview that he was supposed to have with Torrey. So. We could get into so much more about this i know it's already been a long show but Torre did the documentary he facilitated the documentary right so he has a former co-worker a makeup artist by the name of danny who accused him of sexual misconduct Mm -hmm. and um this is when he was working for entertainment weekly um but she didn't report him until she quit which i understand i've been there but she reported him to hr and he was fired um, and all of this is according to essence. Um, and Danny says she's talking about it openly because she feels that Tore appearing in the media, um, talking about Weinstein, and then doing the documentary on R. Kelly was like really hypocritical. And I know there was a list of artists that, that, and you kind of spoke on this a little bit today, where they asked them to be a part of the docuseries and they said no. Mary J. Blige, Jay Z, Little Kim, Erica Badu. Dave Chappelle, um, Quest Love. I don't but, see why they have to. But I read an article that kind of alluded to the fact that some of them didn't want to, if for no other reason than it was muddy, because of they know about Toray as well.
1: So. But I think I understand where they're coming from about Toray. If he, and I didn't know about this, but there's no way that they could do a documentary without that interview. When Torrey asking that? Oh,
0: for sure. Like, for
1: they they would have to include that because he basically.
0: But much like you were saying about I'm Char sure. Charlemagne, they could have still played that clip, just like the girl. Yeah,
1: they would have to play the yeah. clip. That he didn't have to necessarily comment.
0: Exactly.
1: But I can see why. I feel like, without knowing the allegations, having Torrey in it made more sense than having Charlotte. I just feel like it was no no reason for Charlemagne to be in it. Period.
0: If that was the case, then did we not need do we need Wendy Williams to be out of it? Like I again
1: I, I think you need Wendy Williams to be in it because she has had direct conversations with R. Kelly about these things. So has Charlamagne. But I don't I feel like in the grand scheme of things, Charlamagne Wendy Williams has had conversations with him, but Charlamagne has always been problematic when it comes to black women.
0: Right. But this Toray thing was so big that it wasn't like under, we didn't know about it, but people in the industry did know about it and they chose to use him anyway.
1: So if that's the case, then Wendy Williams, if I had to say, if I had to say Toray or Wendy Williams and Charlamagne, Wendy Williams and Charlamagne can both go. They they so don't they don't
0: still cho- choose Torrey over Wendy Williams. Yeah, not no Wendy Williams has had like private conversations with R. Kelly allegedly, and that he's allegedly admitted or told her everything. Yeah,
1: because that interview that Torrey did that was huge at that time because. Wendy Williams may have had private conversations with him. Charlotte May may have had private conversations with him, which if he has, then why would you be tweeting that he had the best sex tape, celebrity sex tape of all times? Like... That's
0: a whole
1: not... So... You, so, my thing is, the reason why I'm saying that is, the interaction that Toray had, first of all, Torrey was the one that found the burst. I mean the, the marriage... The marriage well, yeah,
0: his his boss told him to call down there right. go get Right. So,
1: it. that's one thing. And the second thing is, the interaction that Toray had was on national television. And we don't know
0: right after the trial. And
1: we don't know what R. Kelly said to to Charlemagne and Wendy Williams. So that's what I'm saying. Without knowing the allegations about Toray, I would have taken Toray and got rid of the mother too. But my, I think my point is, given, and you guys have to go
0: read for yourself all the stuff that they're saying Toray did, because it was like pretty explicit. Mm-hmm. So in knowing that, we could not have any of them, and yeah, that's what I'm saying. And yeah, included. Yeah, like, just knock them out. And yeah, I feel them. like if a lot of the other artists may have jumped in, then they may have like started whittling away at people.
1: Like they would have, and that's why I don't fault anyone who said they didn't want to be a part of it.
0: No, no, no. It's not necessarily. I digress. Um, all right, that was big. That was a lot. That was a lot. Yeah, and there's so much more that we can say about it but of course we'll engage with you guys on social media if you have some thoughts on it you can always feel free to share I want to ask you this did you see the video of the guys harassing the woman at the convenience store mm-hmm. um, you know it made me so mad I played it like two or three times and all I kept thinking was a couple of years ago people would have told me like, oh well why did you get out of the car or why did you get out of the car with a dress on or you, show, you saw all those negroes in front of the store why didn't you go to a different store when in reality, like, it's all coupled together. Even this R. Kelly stuff, like, treat women better. Like, have some respect for yourself. Have some respect for women. Have some respect for your community. Why would all of you guys treat that woman or those two women that were out there like this? That's, I'm telling you, and I, I don't know, I'm I'm assuming that many women have been in this scenario before. It is scary because now you don't know what to do. You don't know if you should start fighting. You don't know if you should start cussing, if you should start acting crazy, if you have to be extra nice so that they will leave you alone. Now you got to try to laugh it up, which it seems like that's what she was doing and it's relatable. Like you got to try to smile through it so that they don't start acting hateful to you because I'm telling you, crowds like that, and it, it a lot of it has to do with attitude, a lot of it has to do with groupthink. They will try to fight you. They will try to trip you. They will try to spit on you. They will call you all kind of bitches and and just we've discussed that before but the video just infuriated
1: me. That's why I avoid it. Right, but you should not I even should, have to I shouldn't to. have to, but when I see stuff like that, that's why I ride by. Because I don't know how I can only go off of how I'm raised and how people should be raised. I don't know how to I don't know how the Negroes is raised. So people need to do better. People need to do better in their day to day life so then I don't have to Say, oh, well, I'm going to just drive by because I don't even want to take the chance to interact with that. Right. Because I don't know how they may, I don't know, I don't know what I may be walking into. And we shouldn't have to be that way. Right. But in 2019, we do. We do. do Because this is what the type of stuff that goes on. But they'll tell you that it's not that bad or it's not happening. Yes, it is. girl, but it is.
0: It is. Well, I just had to get that off my chest now comes the good part what's your good word for the good people today because you know we need one after all of this after the content we gave them today
1: my good word for the good people is if you see something say something Mm -hmm. just say something because you don't know whose life you could be saving what trauma you could be preventing someone from Yourself and others so if you see something just say something because you would rather be on the right side of history Moving forward. Yes, I agree if you see some say something
0: I agree. My good word is keep your head up and I mean that literally um, Keep your head up Don't spend so much time looking at the ground or looking behind you or you know, focusing on other things. Keep your head up, eyes forward, mister. <laughs> eyes <laughs> forward, mister. Ain't nobody doing that.
1: <laughs> Ain't nobody doing that. Rest in <laughs> peace of Bernie Mac.
0: Indeed. Uh, <laughs> just make sure you're facing forward. You keep your head up. You got a goal. I know you do. We all have one. And just uh run towards the finish line. You know, you ever watch those races where somebody's winning in track, and then they, you know, Take the opportunity to look back one second and that one millisecond costs them the race. I mean Sodom and Gomorrah, honey, don't look back. Turn to the salt. Don't be
1: don't be like that. That's what the word said. <laughs> <laughs> Do not look back. Eyes front, mister. Right.
0: Anything you don't want the people to forget this week.
1: Look up some MLK events. Yeah. Cause you know our, you know, our beloved Martin Luther King Jr. weekend is approaching. Mm-hmm. Um, And there are parades. Angela Rye is going to be speaking in Winston.
0: At our institution, Winston-Salem State. Yes,
1: at K.R. Williams. You know, there are lots of things going on where you can go out and honor um, Dr. Martin Luther King's legacy, fellowship with your black brothers and sisters and any of the other, um, you know, um, allies or people of other communities that are out to celebrate his legacy. Um, I think we all should do that because we want to... Keep his legacy with us and not let it continue to be, for lack of a better term, whitewashed. True. So that's all I got to say about that.
0: Um, Don't forget that. Two things I don't want you guys to forget. Don't forget that your actions can catch up to you. They will catch up to you. You know, stuff that people were getting away with that was acceptable in the 90s is no longer acceptable today. And because it's not acceptable today, people are still getting called to the carpet for what they've done in the past that they are unapologetic for. Don't be that person. (laughs) In addition to that, if you are in the Charlotte area, um, one of my favorite things is Restaurant Week. Mm -hmm. And so Restaurant Week is January the 18th through the 27th where you can get courses on courses on courses for $30, sometimes $35 per person at some of your favorite restaurants or restaurants that you've never eaten at because it just costs too much take the opportunity to go ahead and make you a reservation meet up with your friends a loved one or just go eat by yourself but I promise you you won't regret it I already have one reservation on deck and I'm hoping to make another reservation just to meet up with some friends so maybe I'll see you guys out there um as a call to action so we don't always have calls to action but this week I want to just give you guys some things to sit with First, we've had this extensive discussion about R. Kelly. I know you've discussed it amongst your friends, family, co-workers, etc. And I just want to know what you think. Like, how do we as a community do better? Um, Is R. Kelly's music canceled? Is everything R. Kelly is associated with canceled? And then I want to say this. We know what it looks like when the system is trying to hold black people back. And protecting abusers instead of survivors is not it mm-hmm. that that's not it um abusers shouldn't be protected so let go of that let go of the what about mentality um and let's sweep around our own front door as a community that's just my petition to all of us you know because we can handle the black community and we get our own selves in order we can tackle other things believe black women, protect black children, give your, um, give up your vices. If it means, you know, the music or the people until we can get to a place where people just feel like we've created a safe space for them. So, um, what else? Believe children. Uh, you know, you can find us on social media where everywhere we can be found as the culture shock podcast that includes twitter and instagram facebook and all of that everywhere you can listen to podcasts wherever you're listening to us now soundcloud google play itunes stitcher etc um anything else
1: b that you Mm want to share
0: no this is a really good episode Mm -hmm. i really appreciate you being here i know you appreciate me yes i do with my cubes up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um. Yeah reach out to us We appreciate the engagement that you guys have had With us over the last few weeks And we hope you continue to do that We'll see y'all soon I'm a girl named Tiffany And I'm Courtney B And we out yeah.